You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Nashville After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Nashville After Show. Yeah, everybody! <laughs> hey, we're here doing, or Bing is for doing, and we are here doing the Nashville After Buzz show for Nashville, episode three, called Someday You'll Call My Name. Mm-hmm. So we're very excited about another great episode. So I'm JJ Jurgens. Hi, I'm Lauren Leonelli. I'm Whitney Lane. I'm Jennifer Golden. And we are just loving Nashville, so we hope you guys are too. And we just wanted to start by um, one tweet that we had about, the, well, not our show, but that Nashville had about their show was from Kelly Clarkson, and <gasps> she said that it's her new favorite show, Nashville. It's great writing, great acting, and great music. That's and right. We I would think have we to all re- agree. Yes, definitely agree <laughs> yes, with Kelly is. Clarkson. Yes. Go, girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad everybody's loving it like we are. So let's go ahead and break down this episode. So let's start talking about Raina and her crazy family. Raina, Raina. Raina, that girl. She's well, some- and her husband, man, financial crisis is about to go down. Right? Who would have thought this country mm-hmm. singer who's got it all going for her, now they might run out of money, can't go shopping anymore. Hey, the recession mm-hmm. affects everybody. Apparently. <laughs> and so does doing sneaky, shady things. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We know a little bit about that, don't we, Jennifer? We do. <laughs> oh. Well, <laughs> anything you want to share? We're not weird or anything. No, you know what? How many women, I mean, even men listening, people do shady stuff sometimes and things get uncovered. And in this show, there is a lot of that happening, which makes it so good, right? Yeah, so because good. We're all, it's like you turn the page and you're like, <gasps> every time. And it it's happens true. so many times during the episode. That's what draws you in. Yeah, they're good about sprinkling it like a little here totally. and then it comes back. So we find out there about the Audit, so a bunch more stuff mm-hmm. is going to come out from going back from 2008, which pretty, I thought was funny which, because he's like, "Rain, I'll just go do this on my own. I'll go talk to talk to the bank." And then he's like, "Well, we're going to do an audit." So then he's like, "Well, let me go talk to Raina now. <laughs> he's obviously hiding something. He's going to be in trouble." Well, I think that's a great example of he of um, Teddy just wanting to like do things all on his own because every time someone offers to help him, he's like, "No, no, no, I'm good," which obviously means there is something that only he knows about. Because it even seems like that guy in the bank who was part of, he kind of alluded to, yeah, you remember back in 2008, remember those days? Like, he did some shady stuff, too. And, or that's what I took from it. See, I took it was like the good times where everything was going great. Like before the crash? Yeah, before something Maybe, okay. I kind of took it the way you did, Lauren. I thought there was something 
I, I don't, maybe I have to go back and watch that, but I thought it was there was something back in the past, the way he kind of got nervous and fidgety, like that, oh, he's going to have to, well, like, for he sure. buried back then. With the know? audit, but I don't think the bank dude was the in bank on dude. it. The bank dude. Oh, yes. oh, I was yeah. talking about the, maybe I read into that a different way, but what, however you guys interpret it too is also a good point. But for whatever reason, bottom line is Teddy has some stuff that only, I feel like only he knows about. Absolutely. Yeah, think, yeah. And it's so weird because in the beginning we thought he was just this, like, peon husband, the sweet one that took care of the kids and and she was in the limelight and he was behind and not the person she really wants to be with you know you feel like oh poor little guy Mm -hmm. but he's got some skeletons in his closet too which we've been talking about it we 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 don't know if we're going to still like him. Yeah. Maybe that's the way he holds on to her. It's like he's been this good guy for her for so long when she's gone through crap and with Deacon. Is, is she going to have to hold on to this marriage when it, when he's the one that's in the, the hot seat? We'll see her loyalty to him. Exactly. When we find out what happens. Why even run for a position in an office if you have skeletons in your closet? It's going to come out regardless. Well, because yeah. I, that's true, and this sounds like a big skeleton, but I feel like they make mountains out of molehills mole and situations like that. Everybody has a past, and they're going to make everything out to be a bigger deal than it really is but in this situation it does sound like there's actually something that is like like not okay (laughs) right i think it's also really going to be what drives her back to deacon and what makes it kind of acceptable for all of us that she does that even though she's married and has two kids you know you'd want to be like oh she should stay with her family and they got a great family but if clearly he's not this you know because at the beginning they made it seem like oh he's just kind of given up everything that he wanted for her and to support her but now if more stuff starts coming out that he's shady then we're gonna kind of lose our like sympathy for him and be like oh yeah go back to Deacon you know you guys belong together she's the hero she's the protagonist of the story and there's no way we can like her if she cheats on her husband we have to have she has to have a valid reason Mm -hmm. I don't know if there ever is a valid reason but for the sympathy of the audience they have to be able to sympathize with her somehow and if he's doing something morally wrong to her and his family then that's her in yeah I mean some mm -hmm. people feel like just even a lie is being cheated on you know Mm -hmm. it's not a physical thing but it's an emotional thing because you're you're being dishonest right you're being Mm -hmm. dishonest which is just not what you've signed up for when you're in a partnership Uh, that's what I sign up for when I'm I like being lied to (laughs) it sounds like she's starting to become a little bit more like her mother so we heard those skeletons come out of the closet yeah let's talk about that a little bit well daddy Lamar now we might actually understand why he is the way he is a little bit more but still not like him for it no not at all he's still not that's not a father figure to hate her just because his wife's well not hate her but to treat her the way that he does just because his wife Mm -hmm. was like that Mm -hmm. well you know I mean that happens usually it's the other way around like um you know, for example, uh, a father cheats on the mother, and so the daughter, as a, as a result of, has a hard time trusting men in her life. But this way, we're seeing it kind of in the reverse, which we're, it's not as common of a way to show that resentment come out. But yeah, I mean, he's to- kind of taking it out on her. Yeah, you see a little Definitely. bit more. On different side of him too when he's getting the pictures out of mm-hmm. his wife and kind of looking at him he does seem like he has some emotion somewhere deep down in there but i mean it'll be definitely interesting to see how it turns out because reina still she doesn't care for him one bit that's for sure and no she, and yeah. she responded saying you know I, who could blame their mother for doing yeah. what she did when he treats people the way he does mm-hmm. yeah yeah harsh words you know from which yeah which is it, it is harsh words but you know what it's going back to her, teddy and reina's relationship I mean, who can blame her for a straying if something like what we are assuming mm-hmm. has gone down with Teddy and some illegal something, some crime matter? 
But you'd think, why didn't he stray if he was dealing with all this, you know? Well, could have gone either way, really. And also, apparently, Raina has, we all guess that maybe she has, something has gone down with her and Deacon and one of the daughters, who, by the way, I mean, we have to talk about them at some point. How good were they? Yeah. So cute. Seriously, wonderful singers. Yeah, amazing. Surprising. Mm-hmm. They sang in the car that time, and we were like, oh, that's cute harmonizing and quite exceptional. But tonight, they rocked it out. It was stunning. Stunning. Yeah. The guitar and then the harmonizing, the little the foot the stomp. Was I stomp. love the foot stomp. They're a cute little duo. Oh, I hope they go on tour. And mm-hmm. Raina got tears in her eyes just watching her daughters but they growing were, up to be like that. But yep. they were singing a Juliet Barnes song, no? Yes, yep. they were. I thought maybe Raina might... Not, I don't. Maybe like, she doesn't know. That. Yeah. She. I mean, but I guess like <laughs> maybe she's over it. She's not the type of character I don't think to get petty like that. I mean, I think she was just sort of in awe of her daughter's talent and how beautiful it was. But I kind of thought there was going to be some acknowledgement, like that's a Juliet Barnes song, unless right. she just didn't know. But I well, mean, they, they, she kind of she did in the first episode when they mm-hmm. were in the car and she turned it off and said Mom has got a headache and stuff. So I mean, we kind of. But you know the girls. Girls that age, they like who they like, you know. Exactly. So and they would pick a, a song singer. like that. To, yeah, right. probably it's not like sing. they would pick Shania Twain versus um, Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, yeah. well, props to casting because they sure did pick some oh, talented, incredible. The whole cast and mm-hmm. every and we say this every show that we don't like her character, but we love her singing. I, Hayden Panettiere has such a good voice, yeah, such a good voice. She makes a weird like nasal face when she sings, though. <laughs> And it's mean to say, but, like, I never really understand it. It looks like she's lip-singing, but we know she's singing. She has well, this, like, she's well when she's on the show, dumb, she's yeah. lip-singing. She's lip-singing to yeah. her voice oh. when they're taping her. Well, at least she doesn't make, like, a John Mayer face. Oh. That just grosses me <laughs> That's out. That's terrible. Let's go back real quick to talking about Raina and her dad and about the um, contract that he gave her with the giving her offering five hundred thousand dollars, but then having all the stipulations. What do you guys think about that treatment of his daughter? Unbelievable! You can't say you can't go on tour while your husband says if he gets into office, you got to wait till then. Like that's her life, that's her job, like that's what she loves to do. And if he cared about her at all, that wouldn't even be a question. He's trying so hard to right the wrongs of his wife. That he's controlling his daughter and not doesn't have a relationship with her at all. He has one with his other daughter, but she doesn't remind him of the mother. Well, mm-hmm. you could also mm-hmm. see that relationship, how their relationship is when she, he came to the talent show with those big bouquets of flowers for the girls. And she's like, go to hell. Get out of here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, those lines. That was what rough. Were they again? Oh, it was I like, it was, yeah. Go. Go home. Go home. Get out of here. Go to hell and stay away or mm-hmm. something. It was weird. It was like, bam, bam, bam. Go mm-hmm. home. Go to hell. Don't. But don't you stay here. I mean, could you imagine? I can never speak to my dad like that. To know that that's a relationship that they have. I mean, Mm -hmm. it seems so, so sad. But also to still interact in each other's lives. Like, it's one thing to, like, treat each other that way and then be estranged. Mm -hmm. Not to still be in your everyday life. Yeah. He's around still. I mean, he kind of... I feel like he wants to ha- to be the puppeteer there a little bit. Like, he can't let go. And um, I feel like the more he tries to control, the more he pushes her away. But he's going to keep finding his way back in. Because, I mean, at first he sent her that check for $500,000. And she just thought, like, oh, he's giving me money. And, of course, she I'm sure she assumed there was some sort of stipulation that went along with it. But as the episode went on, we learned that there was all of these guidelines and rules that came along with it. He's trying to open the door with things like money and then he turns around and slams it with saying things like you can't 
be you and who you want to be. Yeah, that's where I think the money thing is. It's all just about he wants to control everything. Mm -hmm. Mm Because I don't even, I don't think that it's even like he is so, you know, buddy buddy with Teddy and cares about him so much that he wants them to have a good marriage. He just wants to be able to control him so he can get his baseball park up. He wants everything. Everything he does is motivated so that he has control and power over everything. Yeah, because he didn't have power over his relationship. Yeah, I must say, Tansy, the sister, you Mm -hmm. can see that they have a good bond. I mean, they're definitely to have that sisterly bond. But at the same time, I'm kind of skeptical of her just because of how close she is with her dad. And mm-hmm. I think some of that might come out in the future. Yeah. I feel like if it came down to some big decision, she would side with the dad. Because how the could dog you not? She's on pressure. The pressure mm-hmm. he puts on them. Right. And she doesn't, again, she doesn't have to deal with the things that Raina has to deal with because she doesn't remind the dad of the mom. And so she's got a different relationship and she's maybe a little bit more loyal and maybe she gets some money from him mm-hmm. too. Definitely does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone's on payroll. <laughs> Lamar's payroll. Hey, us. hey Lamar. <laughs> send me a check. But speaking of Lamar, we did get an email about how we had talked about the name Lamar. We mm-hmm. were really kind of confused, you know, about where that came from. And this is our problem is we probably watch way too much of the Kardashians. Yeah. And that's why we thought that. <laughs> but come to find out, we got an email from um, Networker is what it said. And he actually told us that there was a senator and former governor of Tennessee named Lamar. And so it actually dates back. And I even Googled it a little bit and found out there's a Lamar University in Texas, so it is kind of a southern thing. And yeah. it means, because we were talking about what the names meant, it meant like of it means like of the sea. So I don't know if that mm, means like kind of takes over the, the expanse of the sea. I don't know. I'm trying to reach here. <laughs> yeah, but we're reaching. Now we know that Lamar is I, a southern name. Yeah. Oh, yes. There we yeah. are. Yeah. Beautiful. Right. So thank you for letting and us know that for sure. I have yeah. a, like a fourth cousin named Lamar, and my I'm Italian. Well, he's not on the Italian side of the family, but See, I mean, it could, so. it could be anybody, but now we know. Uh, well, yeah. thanks for writing in and letting yes. us know. And yes. that, while we're talking about that, go ahead and download us on iTunes. You can comment there. You can write us notes there, too. We read them all. We love to check them out. You can rate us. Tell us what you like, what you don't like, uh, what we can do better, um, or things like that. Topics that we don't know that we love to hear about and then we'll d- discuss we here. We love listening to your comments. So. Tell a friend, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, we like to know what y'all think, too, because sometimes we just, our opinions, you never know where they're going to go. We like to hear yours. We do. We do. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's move on to talking about our favorite Deacon a little bit. (laughs) Deacon. By the way, I figured out why Deacon looks so familiar to me. Why? Because. (laughs) You've dated him. (laughs) (laughs) No. But I um, take care of kids. For a living, and I am subjective to watching their TV shows. And Deacon plays the father on a show on the Disney Channel called Jesse. There we go. And he's not in the show that much because she's the nanny. The uh, character in the show, Jesse, is the nanny, and she, it's like five kids that she takes care of. So they're like the center of the show, but sometimes the mom and dad come in, and he's the dad. Look at that. <sighs> and I was like, how do over. I know him? And he was on Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We saw yeah. that. Yeah, but anyway, whatever. I just I had to say that because I, I couldn't figure out how I knew him. And That's I was like, hilarious. Only I would know that. <laughs> yeah. Good one. <laughs> Good. Deacon's so, all over. Deacon. Yes. Mm. He's entwined with so many different things yes, right now. Mm-hmm. He is. I mean, he's pretty popular, I would say. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. These ladies are fighting over him. He's recording a song with Juliet. 
Mm-hmm. A good song. A good well, song. Yeah, let's talk about their discussions yeah. in bed that they had for. Oh yeah, that was the most awkward. I felt uncomfortable watching <laughs> that. I'm not gonna lie. She why? looks like. Why did you feel uncomfortable? Because she looks like his daughter. I mentioned that when we were watching it. I just feel like the age difference is way too much. When they're you can no pillow talk at that difference of age. It just doesn't work. I agree. I think it was weird to see. Yeah. Yeah. Very weird. I still think of her as high school age. I totally agree, too. And I don't know if it's really the, the their age difference in real life or if it's more the fact that he's also a bigger built, like, man, you know, too. And she's a, a petite girl. Yeah. So that really helps the father-daughter image. But, what, yeah, it's, I'm not feeling their connection. What did it for me in that scene was just, like, physically looking. And don't get me wrong. I like a guy that has, like, wears his wrinkles well and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Deacon has some serious wrinkles happening, which I think is very handsome on a man. But next to her, who looks like she's... A Neutrogena girl. She, yeah, I mean, and she is. And she looks like she's like 22 tops. Yeah. I don't even know. Is she? I think she's supposed think. to be around that age. To me, I just... It's weird to just see next them next to each other. I think uh, for me as well, I think I'm already skewed to Deacon and Raina. So mm-hmm. even when I see them together at any point, I'm just like, it really doesn't fit compared to this other yeah. couple who of really seems and to And that's fit. exactly what the writers want the yeah. audience to feel anyway, I think. So that could be part of it. But yeah, I mean, that pillow talk was really weird. And Juliet's character, she always, always always brings things up when she's got him in, like, a sexual situation. She gets sensitive and emotional, and it's kind of awkward. She knows that she can use her girl parts to mm-hmm. get him to think a little bit differently. It's like... Well, and I think she knows that that's all she has going for her. Exactly. You know, because, like, she made the comment, like, uh, this well, I want to be, the, she, she be the someone you choose yeah. or we're choosing. And I'll he's like, well, that. I'm here now. Yeah. And she's like, well, not like that. But that's what she uses it. Yeah. Like, she uses her sex to get him. Well, and she says, like, if, you know, if if you thought I was a Raina's caliber, you would be going on tour with me. So basically, she knows she's not in a league of a woman like Raina, so all she can really do is is tempt him with her sexuality. Which that came out a little <laughs> bit more too when she was talking about how she was raised on country music mm-hmm. and she yeah, needs yeah. all these other people and then Deacon says and Raina James. Like obviously something went down there and, and that's she's the like, whole yeah. issue with her mom mm-hmm. and listen, you know, growing up to Raina and that's why she doesn't want her on tour to be nice to her in public. Yeah. We also heard her make a real biting comment there about um, she did, she thought Raina got everything handed to her. Yeah. So she, that was a new side of mm-hmm. her just not respecting her at all for yeah, her she talent. Said, that uh, uh, she said something about she got her career on a silver platter, yeah. and he said, "No, she's been knocked around a little." And she's like, "I would love to be knocked around like that and have a house in Belmead." And mm-hmm. she know. worked yeah. hard. She had no idea her dad was doing that, and you know, of course, Juliet doesn't know that about Raina. But I mean, it I seemed like she from, worked hard from somebody coming from her life struggles. It looks like such a vastly different comparison of lifestyles, but. She's obviously a little bit bitter about that and trying to discredit her talent because of that, although it's just a way for her to kind of knock her down. But I like that Deacon stood up for her, too. He was like, mm-hmm. well, that's not true. It also shows how much how many similarities there are between Raina and Juliet. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't know what else is going on in somebody's life unless you've – there's a saying, walked a mile in their shoes. Yeah, exactly. I mess up mm-hmm. every saying, but you know what I'm trying yes, to say. Yes, we know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is nice to see that he, he defends her and he doesn't just sort of, like, play both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what about his reaction to her calling in the morning? 
Oh, right I, th- I thought that was so interesting. As soon as, you know, Juliet's trying to make him breakfast, what would you like? And she gets a phone call. He's like, actually, I have to go take some calls. And I- not even off the property when he calls her back. Gone. He's at the door. He's calling her back, going to meet Raina. Mm-hmm. That's she love. knew. She knew. Yeah. Juliet knows. She knows. Yeah. But that's love. He wouldn't do that if he didn't love Raina. And well, then they go and talk. Yeah. No, of course he loves Raina. I mean, that is... Obvious. The whole issue for me at first was Raina and Deacon. The first time they sat down with one of the managers talking about the tour, she's not. they're not honest with each other at all. They just need to say it. And that's what came out kind of when they did meet up. They finally were like, we have to say it. Just say it. You know, and both, mm-hmm. neither one of them could do it. Mm-hmm. But finally comes out like, I've got, to, I've got to be right about this. I've got to let you go. And it's not easy for either one of them. No, mm-hmm. it's not. And they still didn't really say it. I, mean, I was they, confused. Can y'all want, one of y'all want to explain? exactly what happened there because what I took from that scene is that she I think she and he have like an unspoken bond they've been together for so long they write music together they're on stage together and I don't know if for anybody that's a performer when you perform with somebody all the time whether it's acting or singing or dancing it's almost like you can communicate without communicating and I feel like at that moment at the bluebird where they had that where they sang the song and they kind of realized that they were still had these strong feelings for each other I think they both know that and they don't have to say it but I think what they did in that meeting was she sort of alluded to okay, I'm recognizing out loud that I am kind of feeling this way and the right thing to do is to let you go even though she didn't want to. And I think he was like, well, then you just tell me. He's not, basically what I take from it is he is not going to walk away unless she says yes because he's always been there for her. And he's single. And he just, Mm -hmm. he's in love with her and she has a family and he is just like, okay, fine. You tell me to go and I will. And she didn't say like, well, go. I mean, she kind of was like, sugarcoated it like okay well this is the right thing to do and then broke down into tears it's not what she wants well the line that she used where it was like you're just that you're the same as music is to me so saying things like (sighs) that's not gonna let him he's not gonna be able to walk away from that when she considers him to be the same as music and you know how important music Mm -hmm. has been in her life Mm -hmm. he's right on that same level right well, yeah, and I think she was saying that she said she said she felt like she was holding hearts in her hand, but then like her heart was in pieces. Mm-hmm. And I think she, I think what she wants, yeah, is, is to to be back with him. But she has kids and a husband, so I think she's trying to like do the right thing. But then she said nothing feels right, so it's like you know doing the right thing was staying with her family and. and society's eyes or father, whoever's eyes. Right. Um, but what she really might want is to be with him. And how can she? You know, well, they they right. they separated because he was ripped out of her life, not because she was like, this isn't going to work. Right. Like, and now that mm-hmm. they and they've spent all this time apart and she's lived this other life and she probably really does love her husband and they have kids together. But now that they get back on stage and that unspoken communication thing happens, it's like, whoa, Nelly, this is the real deal. That stuff just doesn't go away. No, especially if you didn't choose for it to go away. Mm -hmm. It was like a circumstantial thing. Mm -hmm. You know, so your heart doesn't shut off to that. Exactly. So we saw kind of how he felt when he met up with Juliet. And she's like, I need an answer now. He's like, you're a hard girl to say no to. We all thought, did we all not think he was going to say, I'm going to do it? Yes, I did. I thought, yeah. Even though Juliet let, I mean, even though Raina let him go, we're like, okay, he's free to do what he wants now. He still can't do it. He's loyal. 
Damn, that I love deacon. it. I love it. It makes me love him even more. Yeah, I agree. Cool. See, that's and why. And want them to be together. That's yes. why it's going to be okay that they're together because right. he's so loyal and they have this bond and her husband may be shady. And so it's like, Teddy, just go ahead, ruin it for yourself and let them get <laughs> right. together, right? I did think we were going to have to endure watching him be on tour with Juliet more oh, and go goodness. through that. Yeah. So it well, was a good surprise. Of, we don't know if Juliet's even going to make it on tour. Yeah. After it's her true. little mm-hmm. mishap in the grocery store. Yeah. Let's talk about her a little bit. <laughs> well, Julia, Julia and her mom, first of mm-hmm. all. Right. I mean, this is Jolene. Jolene. Her mm-hmm. mama, Jolene. Oh, that's my middle name. There is you it go. really? Oh, that's JJ. Jamie Jolene. There we go. Look at that. <laughs> at least you're nothing like her mother because <laughs> that is one, one sad lady. It sure is. Yeah. yeah, that was, this was a really big topic in the show. They really focused on that. Obviously, we've kind of seen her tumultuous relationship with her mom, but this time she was, like, knocking on the door constantly. I was surprised at the end that she actually took her in. Well, because the manager said it's better to have her in here than out there kind of ruining your reputation. I kind of figured that would happen. This is a total side, but kind of interesting how big her property must be if she had to get in the suburban building to drive to the front gate to see her mom. I mean, I know it's a mansion, but I'm like, wow. Juliet, put her in the basement, just stick a guard in front of her door, and move on with your life. Right. You'll never even see her in that property (laughs) so bad. It's that big. But, I mean, we got to see Juliet really get super emotional. Finally saw a different side of her, which I think yeah. we needed to see. It still doesn't mean I like her. No. It's, yeah. it's hard, too, because you want you want her to show a little empathy towards her mom, even mm-hmm. if we don't yeah. know the whole story. But mm-hmm. if you just look at it, you're like, that's your mom. You yeah. Know? Well, I mean, I think that when she walked away hysterically crying, it was clearly, it was like, again, an example of having to do what is right, but not necessarily wanting to do it. I'm sure she wanted to hug her mom and say, of course, come be my mom. But I mean, she's a tough cookie, Juliet, and she's not going to let people walk on her and all over her. And I guess she feels like, you know what, I, you, I needed you and you weren't there for me. And now I can't do the same for you. I mean, I don't really like Juliet, but I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. And I think Tell that. Tell how you really feel. Yeah. <laughs> I think that this is obviously also to help us sort of start to not hate her so much. I mean, we have to yes. see a little bit of a softer yeah. side. Which is good. And we'll, I'm sure we'll hear the story of how it all happened in the first place. Can't wait. Mm. It's going to be so juicy. Something went down. They went to like a Raina Barnes. That's her name? No, Juliet Barnes. Raina. Raina. What's her James. name? James. James. God, I always mix up people's names. Um, they're, they probably like went to a concert and something happened. Or she's going to have a flashback. Ooh, maybe oh, maybe they'll do a flashback. It might happen. <laughs> I when like she's flashbacks. a little girl. Mm-hmm. Juicy. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Mm. I like it. What Nashville has in store for us. That's right. Mm-hmm. That is right. But definitely going to be an interesting storyline, I think. It's something we need to see to kind of develop her character. Yeah. More so than just sleeping around. Exactly. Speaking yeah. of her character, how about when she's shopping? Mm-hmm. And At the end. Yeah, and she is seen by some girls in, like, CVS or wherever she was, <laughs> and she steals nail polish. Now, like, I don't think that? she did it on purpose because she looked, she saw the girls and then looked back around. And then the girls looked up and they're like, oh, that's Juliet Barnes. Let's get a picture. She sticks it in her purse. Yeah. It's, yeah, I agree. It seemed like at first that she was di- like she knew they were watching, but maybe now in retrospect, not so much. Because she's going to get in some big trouble. But I was confused mm-hmm. by it too. It did seem like she was like, oh, they're watching me. I'm going to. Like for attention or something, like a cry for help. But at the same time, if you're going to steal, you're not going to steal in front of people. Yeah. Even if you're famous or not, you just don't steal in front of people. So either way, whether it was conscious or subconscious, you know, she probably didn't 
maybe wanted to get caught yeah. a little bit. And, and it, like, what brought this out right now? Like, did she used to have to steal with her mom or something? Because now her mom's in the house, and she's, like, at the store buying weird stuff. And think, Good. Yeah, no, I don't know. I just am, like, why then? Like, there's a reason why it's happening right now in the story. And I just kind of— And when I her think, house is that big. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's so. what I'm saying. It's like a rut. Like, when people who have that— um, they do it for the rush, not because yeah. they actually, you know, like, I don't know. So I think it's another control thing. Like something's you missing. Go. You know, she can't control Deacon. She's losing him. She can't control her mom's situation. It's just mm-hmm. kind of a, like a she lashing She had a bad out, day and like, she wanted bright pink nail polish and she didn't want to pay. Okay. <laughs> that line was long. Now the problem <laughs> is though, that's really going to, she's going to start losing control in her own life because she's going to get caught for this and get in trouble. And like we saw in the teaser for next, next week, she could lose the tour altogether. So it's like, if she's trying to maintain control, She's not doing a very mm-hmm. good job of it, you know. Mm-hmm. No, it could also be to give her some edge. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, why Nona Ryder? Or yes, yeah. yeah, she stole. Why did she steal? I don't I think, know. I don't know when you can have everything, I guess, and nobody says no to you and lets you do everything. I guess. You do whatever you want. But, you know, yeah. she's in the spotlight. Like, she's these young girls are the ones looking up to her. you got, you got to remember that to an extent. Yeah, those mm-hmm. are her fans, those girls. Exactly. And now they're like, what? Is yeah. this okay well, for us to do now, or are they going to not like her anymore? It could go either way. You works for Lindsay Lohan with her Dude. jewelry stealing, and you know, I don't yeah. know. I think that's so all much, publicity. Stuff. There's, <laughs> there's so much pressure on on celebrities or reality TV show stars to like live this perfect life and not have any baggage or have anything. But it's like not you know everyone has something. Exactly, you know? they're just more Kim Kardashian sex tape. I right. mean. You guys want like you want to rebel against the the picture they've painted of you. Exactly. Speaking speaking of the Kardashians and that show, here at Afterbuzz we do tons <laughs> of shows. We have like fifty shows. Basically, if there's a show that you watch and you like, we're probably buzzing about it after. I know I do a couple other shows here, like America's Next Top Model. You guys, Grey's Anatomy, Dexter, Heart of Dixie. That's right. See, so. We love and appreciate that you guys watch us, and we, you know. We want to give it all to you. We do. We want to give it all to you. That's why we have all these shows for you to watch. We have a huge, huge lineup of shows, and we do it for you guys. So we just want to say tune in for all the shows that we have here, and we're growing and bringing it all to you Mm -hmm. straight from AfterBuzz. Ba-bam. And also, we haven't mentioned, if you ever want to call in, we would love to have callers for the show. So I know there's a lot of people out there that tweet that they're loving this show and they're watching the show or they're listening to their podcast and want to talk about it. So you can call us at 424-256-1729, and we'd love to hear from you. I know. We want your opinions. It's always fun to hear everyone else's thoughts on the show. That is right. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's go into the little youngins. Let's talk about Scarlett and Gunner a little bit. (laughs) Girlfriend, get your act together. (laughs) This is a chance for you. And you can't do it without your boyfriend right there watching. She's so weak and so, like, mopey and, like, petulant. Yeah, and she's so schmoopy and she's like, meh. I get it. Be nervous. I mean, who wouldn't be nervous? She's not really a singer. She's only saying once. So, fine, be nervous. But, the like, the whininess Mm -hmm. is not okay. But, like, the fact that it's, like, because her boyfriend's not there is, like, weird. I I would just be better if she was just nervous because she's freaking nervous. Right. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you be nervous? But, yeah, and then she's, and I hate to sound so petty, but the sound of her voice is, like, first of all, 
I have a hard time understanding. That's what I, I know was you saying. said Whitney too. I have a hard time understanding her accent and her drawl is so long and thing. And then she yeah. talked real fast, and then it's like really hard to understand. And she's makes pouty little faces, and she her voice, <laughs> the sound of her voice is annoying. I think the own sound, my sound of my voice is annoying too. But I mean, hers is exceptionally annoying. It's great when she sings. Like I just wanted yeah. to sing exactly. the whole episode. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is, is true. A cute that girl, is... but yeah, the the whininess this episode. We're like enough. Super <laughs> talented though. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. Oh, that's my favorite part. Or when her and Gunner sing the songs, and you're just Such like, a good song yes. too. they pull you in. You want really to download do. those on iTunes, oh, you know, mm-hmm. no, which she, I've done. She, <laughs> she is a great. She's a good actress. She's beautiful. Mm-hmm. She has a great singing voice. I just her little quirks are kind of annoying me, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, she's I wonder what she's really girls. like. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I wonder what her voice is really like. I know, right? Like her talking voice. Yeah, mm-hmm. her. Yeah, exactly. Like if she even has like a real Southern accent. I know most of these actors do not, mm-hmm. um, from my knowledge. But I don't know about her because she's kind of a newbie. We should look into that. Call in and tell us if you know. <laughs> yeah, I, she she's an interesting bird. But that that was um, when when she did finally have her boyfriend there with her and they had that second chance to go sing together. I mean, it, the song was great. She sounded so good. good. Yeah. Now, I question Avery's intentions. I was going to say well. that too. Because mm-hmm. he's like, he, I think he was a little bit happy that she couldn't do it without him and she was worried about what he was going to think. Mm-hmm. So then he finds a way to get in there and get to go and, and be supportive. He plays very supportive yeah. and like and wonderful. And gets to introduce himself to right. the big producer, right? He's yeah, like, definitely took you mm-hmm. if you want me to. And so he's there to position himself for mm-hmm. his own. Well, well he, and then. Go ahead, JJ. How about the also, you know, don't do it for yourself, then do it for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, but uh, see, that's what he's playing on her insecurity of feeling a little bit yeah. like she's green and she's not very experienced. Plus, she's with this other guy and she doesn't really know how he's going to feel about it. And she's at that age where it's like, I don't know, she seems like a young girl that's like all about her boyfriend where, you know, when you get a little older, ladies, you're like, uh, it's a little bit more about me than it used to be. in my. So right now she's like. She probably wants to marry him, and that's her future. But this future is, I would say, a lot more bright than just thinking about marrying this I dude. I think her future yeah. with Gunner is more mm-hmm. is brighter than that's it what is I'm saying, with her singing Avery. career and him. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Everything that's tied to that right now is on the up and up. And this Avery guy, it, he's going to poison the well. Something it just it's mm-hmm. like frustrating to watch because as like a performer of any kind, you're like you're given this opportunity and all you can think about is your dumb boyfriend. Yeah. Right. I mean, granted, whatever. I'm sure she loves him and I'm not saying don't think about your loved ones at all, but hello, you're like she doesn't even care. She's like, "Oh, it's just all about Avery." It's like I don't it's just kind of like it's a part another part of her that makes her kind of like whiny and and weak. weak. Yeah, because we know if Avery had a chance to sing, he would not be worried about what, would, you know, no, and the effect it had on her. Also, as he shouldn't be and she shouldn't be either. Like if he had this opportunity, mm-hmm. he should just Fairly. take the opportunity and go and whoever loves you would support it. She just like too she's too like wispy. Again, I do think though, and again, props to the casting here because not even that, the writers as well, they're they're showing us women, different women, yes, weak, people that are strong, who are all for themselves. I mean, you're seeing a lot mm-hmm. of diversity in in the the female race, female gender. Mm-hmm. And, I like it. And probably that everyone is very similar. Like we all have problems. Of course. 
So if each one has their own and, strengths and, and you know weaknesses. What? All these problems are very similar. I mean, between Raina and Deacon and her trying to figure out, like, she's got these two men in her life that equal, like, one good guy. And her mom had that same problem. And it seems like... Um, uh, Scarlet has that problem. Like these two men, they all have the same problem. It's just how it manifests itself and how you react. And that's what makes them all different. But yeah, I mean, when it comes down to it, problems always come from either like love or power. And you can deduce it to that all the time. And all of these people, it's, they're all, they're all having basically the same problem. Mm-hmm. So. It's, it's interesting to see how they all handle it. That's what's fun. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I, like I, I love that too. Yeah. Makes it very, very, very enticing. <laughs> I'm so excited. I love Nashville. <laughs> I am excited to see what happens though with Avery and Scarlett, and see if maybe yeah. he gets to record his demo just to keep Scarlett happy. Not. But isn't yeah. he? He is more of like a rock singer, correct? It's, at least it sounded like that from his first song. I'm not positive. Yeah, it sounded like that. But they did choose to move to Nashville, so rock maybe there's, probably coexists yeah. in Nashville. Yeah, country yeah. Music. we was, couldn't really tell from that one song that we heard. No, barbed wire. <laughs> I think that's on iTunes. It is on iTunes. Mm-hmm. That is and so funny. Jonathan Jackson is like that's an who actor. It is. Jonathan mm-hmm. Jackson. Yeah. I couldn't remember. Where has he been? What was he in? Like Mighty Ducks or something? Something. No, that, that was, was Joshua awesome. Jackson. Yeah. I had a big crush on Jonathan Jackson though. I think back in the day. Oh yeah, he was on like t- Tiger Beat magazine for sure with uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas and but how Leonardo is he DiCaprio. Now? How old is he now that he's playing Scarlett's boyfriend? I think he's older than he looks. Right. I feel like he's like close to thirty, but he's playing like twenty. We'll have to he find looks out. young. Good for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Must be using Neutrogena. He's supposed huh. to be the heartthrob, so I guess uh-huh. it works. We'll see is when he, he meets the lady. He's supposed to be. I think Deacon is the yeah. heartthrob. Well, for yeah. us right here. Oh no, yeah. are we old? <laughs> I know, right? Oh man, we just want a man, and that's a man right there. <laughs> Deacon is. is a man, loyal, no. mm-hmm. gentle. <laughs> Jonathan Jackson was actually born in 1982. Yeah. Okay, so he's, oh, 20, right. he's 30. 30. Exactly. You knew it. That's right. I am good at math. Actually, I'm not at all. I just, it's close to my age. Yeah, so he lo- he's young. He looks younger, I would he say. He looks way younger. So it works, which yeah. is good. And thanks, Marissa. Yes. Yeah. Marissa. Marissa, who's your heartthrob on the show? Um, She's like, I don't I know. I like Gunner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that. You he's can have sweet. <laughs> He is sweet. I like Gunner. I think we'll see more with him, which I'm excited to see him yeah. and Scarlett's relationship. Yeah. But apparently, I heard next week there's going to be a girl that kind of catches his eye. So we'll see who that is. <gasps> well, oh. the brunette, right? Yeah. And we see them in we bed saw it in the, yeah, in the mm-hmm. trailer. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, and then Scarlett's going to get jealous. Hi. Uh, yeah, that happened. Finally, a brunette on the show. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All Finally. these little blondies running around, taking over Nashville. <laughs> and a redhead. Connie Britton's redhead. Yeah, but she's got blonde highlights. But, yeah. yeah. She's like strawberry she's, blonde. <laughs> she is a good so hairstylist. Blonde. I got to tell you more about her hair and news and gossip, but I'll hold it Yeah, up. I love oh, her uh-oh. hair. Oh, Yay. <laughs> We're all like, yes, please Yay. do. All right. Well, should we do news and gossip? Should we going to talk about her hair? Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Well, since I already kind of teased it, apparently... Teased the hair. <laughs> I didn't Good even one. get that pun that right good. there. That was good. So apparently, Connie... <laughs> Thank you. But bum Connie Britton's hair has its own blog. It's called <gasps> ConnieBrittonHair.tumblr.com. Love it. Apparently, it's an ode to all things Connie, so it shows like favorite the favorite quotes from her shows, Friday Night Lights, American Horror Story, oh, cool. um, photos. It even shows her graduation photo, her yearbook photo from Dartmouth, but talks about her hair. 
hair. It always shows her hair looking so nice and lovely. So Connie Britton, if you want to want to learn her ways, her hair does always look fantastic. It does. It looks <laughs> very, very perfect. She's just know. so pretty. She is perfectly waved, perfect color. A little, mm-hmm. a little bit more about her. Callie Corey, who um, created the the show, said no way was she going to do it unless she got Connie Britton. So when mm. they were actually sitting there talking about it, she said she reached out to Connie. She said that's who she knew exactly uh. who had to be Raina James. If she hadn't signed on, Callie Corey would not have been the creator of Nashville. Wow, she that is nice. crazy. And and Raina. Uh, Connie looks like a country singer. She's perfect, yes. doesn't she? And see, Definitely. she actually chose her from Friday Night Lights. That's where mm-hmm. she said she caught her attention, said she had to have her, and so it's obviously working out pretty well. Oh, yeah. She seems like the most authentic choice. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't even think of who else you would. I no. can't either. And that's when it's a good casting yeah. call. You know right? what? Yeah. And, and, uh, and Hayden has a, a great voice and plays the part well, but I was having a tough time imagining her as a country singer. Um, and I think that they did a good job and she's playing the part well but Connie seemed just from the posters before even watching the show mm-hmm. it was like oh yeah for sure mm-hmm. that's well, it. she just yeah speaking of Hayden you better get used to it because she's <laughs> one to come out with her own country album so it ah. should be it's it maybe in the works that's her plan because she has you know we've talked about how she's sung in the past that is a potential thing another thing she said we were talking she was talking about wardrobe and you know we I mean that's one fun part of this is to look at the fashion because you of see course. the cowboy boots all that stuff that they're wearing and she said if they bring her something that she doesn't want to wear she's not going to wear it Hayden so Hayden that's what or she said and because apparently she says Juliet's style is kind of like hers with a little country twist so she wants to wear things that she wants to wear which, by the way, sometimes we comment on the fact that the outfits are not so cute. <laughs> so <laughs> now we know Today why. I did. I was like, I don't know about that one. But yeah. that purple crocheted thing. Yeah, when she was singing. I don't really like that. Well, she's not going to wear it unless she likes it. <laughs> so now we know. <laughs> so maybe Hayden's a little bit of a diva just like Juliet. And uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to. I think yes, but you're very nice. <laughs> wow. She also commented on the what you see in Nashville, the kind of young star, older star, that dynamic and how it, it does run true throughout Hollywood and all that, mm-hmm. all the business, which makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. you always hear that, but she did comment on that as Hayden well. Hayden did? Mm-hmm. Oh. Like what was her comment? Yeah. It was just how you see that. It is very. It's true. Yeah, yeah. It's authentic that it does happen. It's so funny because it's like an older man. And an actor can be old forever and get old, and that's fine. But yeah. then if you're, like, 30, you're too old to play, like, Harrison Ford's wife or something. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. right? Like, yeah. it seems like there's, it's funny. You it's hear career people's careers hitting, taking off when they're older. I mean, that's what yeah. happens, you right. know? I think mine's going to be around the time of Helen Mirren. Okay. okay, you've got time. Then. You're ready. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a little bit more about the show in general. This I thought this was kind of interesting. Is they actually Callie Corey had talked about they pick this music first before they even know the script. <gasps> so they have to make sure they kind of write the scripts around what music they choose. Fascinating. I love yeah. that. So that actually makes kind of sense know. to why. Yeah, how it all ties in so I mean, well is, together. Yeah, so intertwined. It makes and much more sense. The story is it, the songs and the story are just yeah. threaded together so well that absolutely makes sense. That's awesome. Yeah. Because yeah. other than the one song that we heard last week that we all felt was the, the ending song with um, Raina, and, Raina Deacon. and Deacon that was mm-hmm. just a little too hitting us over the head with the lyrics. But mm-hmm. everything else, is the, the lyrics have been, the, the words have been so good tied in with the story and what's mm-hmm. going on with the story. I know. I was telling you all earlier, people love that song, though. They said it was very mm-hmm. haunting and just... You know, I didn't really like it that much. My favorite song is the... Uh, Juliet and Deacon song. Mine too. It was great. What's today. it called again? I'm not yeah. positive on the title. I probably downloaded it earlier, but I forget.
forget. It's one word. Um, it is interesting, though, that they also play the same songs in a couple. Undermine. Undermine? Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, but it is interesting. Oh, they're, oh, they're so good. Nice. I love this music. Okay, a couple <laughs> other things. Network news. I don't know if you noticed, but ABC is sure tying in all the country stuff. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. The CMAs are coming up, hosted by Carrie Underwood and Brad Paisley. Oh. There it is. Woo-hoo. There it is. We'll listen to it while we talk. Mm-hmm. And they're doing that all-access Nashville with Katie Couric, where yes. you're going to see yeah. Carrie Underwood, Leanne Rimes, Reba McIntyre, Taylor Swift. They're all mm-hmm. coming in. So they're kind of paralleling everything. I don't even know if that makes it paralleling. But yeah. everything's no, parallel. Everything's with, tied together. Yeah, yeah so it, yeah, pretty cool. Good. And in ratings news, just to finish it up, some good news and some kind of disappointing news. But good news is social media sites, number one was Nashville for people Facebook and Twittering about it. Yeah. Nashville ABC actually retweets if you tweeted them. So the only thing was last week ratings did drop by about thirty percent, which yeah. I think was due to some other though. shows coming out. Chicago Fire, I think, and premieres always American end up Horse being Story. a little bit more up in the ratings than, and um, that's a little bit of a normal totally thing. Makes sense. But what you know, American Horror Story premiered on the second second week of Nashville. So right. n- next week we'll see what happens for yeah. this show. Was so. there baseball last week too? You know, probably sports. Uh, we got baseball tonight. tonight no, no, no. It's the World tonight, Series. But yeah. yeah, the World Series. First game of the World Series was tonight, but it ended before this. Uh, started, I think so. if we just stay as loyal as we are yeah. now, Nashville's in here for the long oh, haul. Oh, I, I, I think Nashville is in. I mean, it's a great show. I, I don't see where there would be a mm-hmm. problem. Yeah. No, you know it. what? I actually thought that GCB would stay on I because it, it was GCB. sort of like. Oh, uh, right. You know, a southern show, and it was so different, and a good drama, and it was funny, actually, but it Mm -hmm. it went away. I know, I liked it. I think another, that was another, for me, um, I never watched a show, but with ABC, I got a lot of flack for having bitches in the Mm -hmm. title, um, which is something they also did with 666. People are turned off sometimes by those having seen that in the title. Um, so I mean, I'm not a network there. exec, but I, I do think that that ABC might want to think about that. Like, because there are certain groups that right away from the get go won't even turn on the show or won't even watch it because of their titles. Yep. Wow. I didn't so, even think title. about that. Good yeah, and advertisers Nashville. that won't mm-hmm. pick it up, you know, and don't want to advertise. Exactly. In show. I mean, think about. I mean, it's different network, but even like the new normal. There's, you know, it, the title doesn't exactly have any like risky words in it but the subject matter is so mm-hmm. so yeah there's a lot of it's shows not middle America no, basically it's right. not, but there's right. a lot of shows out now that are taking that risk I think Nashville does well also because I feel like they, they're really jumping on the bandwagon of like music in, along with the storyline and I think everyone's so audiences are so like short attention span they want it all at once I think it's it's kind of a good idea to bring it all together music acting kind of soap opera it's like yeah. a big conglomeration of a lot of fun yeah. things the soap opera I think is another good key because you have soap dying off and the, these, That's these right. this Nashville and like Dallas those are soap operas and you know yeah, it's yeah. prime time soap operas that, yeah we'll be watching. get their fix so. That's right. we'll be watching alright well I think that is it for, for us tonight but thank you guys so much for tuning in. So where can everybody find you guys at? I'm at Jen the Jew. <laughs> I'm at Whitney Lane 1118. And my website's Whitney-Lane.com. And I am at Lauren Leonelli on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> and my website. <laughs> and I'm at JJ Jurgens on Twitter and also at JJJurgens.com. All right. Thank you guys so much. We'll see, you see, you see you next week. See you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.